preach the gospel, lay hands on the sick, cast out demons, simply live the supernatural life. That's what every Christian is supposed to do. Learn how through our program with Teresa Lust Ministries. Hello, beautiful friends. You are tuned in with Teresa Lusk Ministries. I am your host, Teresa Lusk. Today, I want to talk to you about the power and purpose of discernment. Discernment is a powerful thing, my friends. It is actually listed in 1 Corinthians 12 as a gift, meaning a grace that God gives you. However, while it is a grace of the Holy Spirit that some people will naturally lean very uh, naturally to, you can actually activate and learn to discern. Um, you know, I'll just share with you that uh, ever since I was a little girl, I've had discernment activated. And you know, that's kind of interesting because a lot of times you have churches and Christian groups and Christians in general who will tell you that you are not supposed to operate in any kind of God gifts until you've actually been saved. But this is where the scripture that speaks about God's gifts are irrevocable come in. You can be born with a gift. Obviously, the Lord gives you that so that you can serve him. Um, and I like to call them graces. Um, you know, you can have a grace over your life uh, because when you look at the word gifts, it also refers to graces. And the reason I do that is because I don't want to make this about how special I am or how God chose me as a favorite to give me something to do. You know what I mean? And, um, and, but not other people. And while I do agree that you may see some gifts and talents multiply, some opportunities multiply because of your faithfulness and how you see a thing, how you receive a thing, what you do with a thing, whether it's a gift or an opportunity or money or relationships, friendships, you name it. While I do believe that there is truth to um, that, that <clears throat> you know, that God will multiply the talents of the faithful, I also believe that most of us get started with a clean slate and we get to we get to show ourselves faithful, my friends. You know, we, we, we do sometimes, uh, we can sometimes multiply that into something greater or we can, um, you know, just not do anything with what God has given us. So discernment actually means to distinguish or judge. It's to see a thing beyond its natural appearance by the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, and it's, it's more than a feeling, you know, you learn to develop it and trust what you see, what you hear, what you, uh, what you feel, what you taste, what you smell. Um, so, um, you know, Hebrews 5.14 says, but solid food is for the mature, for those who have their powers of discernment trained by what? Constant practice to distinguish good from evil. That's a form of discernment. You know, it's it's more than a feeling, though, guys and, and friends. It's more than a feeling. It's it's often um, experienced by and through your senses. And I know that that doesn't make sense because, um, you know, you may think, well, I thought we we're supposed to be led by the Spirit. We are. The first thing, you are 
you do need you do sense it through the spirit first and then it just translates into your natural senses so you may feel it through a shortness of breath um, a, a, something that feels like a burden mixed with anxiety a shift in what you feel and perceive in the atmosphere a heaviness a warmth a peace it, it all depends on what you're discerning um, I've actually heard of people who discern through a taste in their mouth or a feeling in their body you know they'll get around somebody and uh, all of a the sudden they're uh, feeling a pain in their arm and, and they're like well there's no reason why I should have felt this there's no reason why I should be feeling this and they're actually discerning the pain of the person that they're around so discernment is kind of neat in that you can feel and sense a lot of things that are only supposed to be sensed in the in the spirit for most people but it actually translates itself into a natural uh, ability as well so who can discern well anybody anyone for ministry purposes um, 1 Corinthians 12 says, says, and to another the effecting of miracles, and to another prophecy, is talking about the gifts and, or the graces, and to another the distinguishing of spirits, right? So, so, so this is for the, for the purpose of ministry. Um, to some he may give uh, the working of miracles or prophecy or distinguishing of spirits, word of knowledge, uh, word of wisdom, you know, things of that nature, interpretation of tongues. You know, there's so many different gifts or graces that the Lord uses for his purposes. And so it's important that we know that uh, anybody can. It's really just so that God can accomplish his will here on earth. That's really uh, another way of saying uh, the kingdom of God is in operation. And so, so anyhow, so what can you discern? So I talked a little bit about what you can discern, but let me talk a little bit more about what you can discern. I talked about this in my book, Unapologetically Free, Deliverance and Freedom Through the Spirit-Filled Life. I talk about different things that you can discern, but, um, but I'll, I'll give a little more detail in this teaching. So uh, you can discern angels and demons people spirits whether it's a bad or good thing in general you can discern good and evil just like we read in hebrews 5 14 right so so this this is just the breakdown of it you can feel the spirits the ruling spirits over an organization a structure a gathering type over people even you know when i um when i meet people i can sense sometimes the spirits that rule over them I can sense whether it's um, you know a, a, a spirit of depression or a spirit of lust, things of that nature. But I can also discern their own spirit, their spirit man. So sometimes in in life you'll find people that are good and evil. That's just the truth. Uh, some people dedicate themselves to darkness. They dedicate themselves to living in the way that they do and uh, whether it's good or bad, and you can discern that. You can uh, discern a spirit over an organization. Uh, I've been to several organizations, and I can tell you something that rules so strongly over them, and sometimes it's overbearing, my friends. It's overbearing when you're discerning and you discern the spirits at work, it's overbearing because they often, the, the, the leaders of those organizations, oftentimes do not see it or they're in denial 
but a lot of times they do know it because that was their intention right they said well only a certain class of people and only kind of people things of that nature so that's what rules uh, but sometimes people even have that um, so another thing you can discern is a territorial spirit and activity uh, someone's life in general like what they do for a living things like that items you know you can discern a thing over an item over music media lies people say intentions etc I mean discernment is a big deal um, and, and so much more so I'll give you an example uh, that I years ago I was actually studying for my master's in counseling, professional counseling, uh, a few years ago, and uh, a friend and I went to the library. We went to a library halfway th to her house and halfway to mine because we lived far from each other. And we get to this library and all of a sudden, this thought that was not mine came to my head as soon as I arrived to the library and I thought, this is a good place to have an affair. Now, you gotta understand, that's not me it's not my nature it's not what I'm looking for I'm, I have an excellent marriage whatever it wasn't my plan it wasn't the desire of my heart or anything like that I know some people will not get what I'm saying and that's okay but for those who have ears to hear hear that then the woman tells me my friend tells me that there had been such a thing happen at that place and it just you know it kind of just made you go wow because what I was discerning was the spirits that were there. Some, for some reason, that library was set up in just a way that those who look for that kind of activity found it. And so, uh, and they found a place to get away with their behaviors and their lifestyles, etc. So, just so you know, I mean, even, it can even go that deep. So, discernment has purpose. What is that? Um, well, it is to bring the kingdom of God here on earth, which includes healing, deliverance, making a crooked path straight, making what's not working in his will to work. It's to reveal mantles and giftings, to expose truth. It's to expose protection. It's to learn to approve and disprove good and evil and uh, to govern. You know, 1 Kings 3, 9 says, give your servant therefore an understanding mind to govern your people that I may discern between good and evil for who is able to govern this your great people. That's pretty awesome. Another thing is to judge the true gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection. First John 4, 1 says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see where they are from God, for many false prophets had gone out into the world. It's also to know the will of God. Romans 12, 2, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. It's amazing how awesome it is. Okay, one more that I think is really awesome, and it's to, um, to know the thoughts of people for the correction of their hearts and also to authenticate your ministry. Uh, but I'm going to stop right there for a moment, and I just want to remind you that you are that you are tuned in with Teresa Lusk, uh, with Teresa Lusk Ministries, and we are talking about the power and purpose of discernment. And my friends, I just want to encourage you to visit our website, TeresaLusk.com. Subscribe to our email newsletter. We'd love to stay connected with you. We also want to hear from you. Would you send your 
prayer requests, your testimonies, questions. We're even open to you submitting questions of anything you do not understand that we're teaching on. You can do that. Info at TeresaLusk.com. Also, go visit uh, any kind of online bookstore, Amazon.com, etc., to get a copy of our latest book, um, Unapologetically Free, Deliverance and Freedom Through the Spirit-Filled Life. You'll also find a copy of other books that I have there as well. So we encourage you to do that. And if our ministry is blessing you, would you go to our website, TeresaLusk.com, and hit the donate button? You could partner with us with any amount, whatever the Lord is leading you to do. If we have made a difference in your life, we just encourage you and invite you to partner in some form or fashion. So my friends, we were talking about the power and purpose of discernment. And I left off with uh, to know the thoughts of people for the sake of correction and to authenticate your ministry. Uh, let's see here. It says, and they brought to him a paralytic lying on a bed. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralytic, take courage, son, your sins are forgiven. And some of the scribes said to themselves, this fellow blasphemies, blasphemes, excuse me. And Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said to them, See, he knew their thoughts. He discerned their thoughts. Why are you thinking evil in your hearts? Which is easier, to say your sins are forgiven or to say get up and walk? But so that you know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, then he said to the paralytic, get up, pick up your bed and go home. And he got up and went home. Guess what? The Lord knew their thoughts and you have the same Spirit of God on the inside of you and you can know people's thoughts. Now, obviously we have to be careful with that because we don't want to turn into critical individuals, right? We're like, I know what you were thinking and I know what you're feeling. And sometimes we do that if we're not mature enough, healed, um, strengthened in the in the Holy Spirit, in our inner man, meaning our, our will, our emotions, our thoughts, the seat of our appetites, uh, the seed of our lusts in those places in the inner being if you're not healed you will you might actually be discerning a thing but it could be skewed it could be part of it could be true part of it could be incorrect uh you know and things of that nature and sometimes you just discern things and and they're not um they're not um confirmed to you and so they can make you feel like you're even crazier and so so um, so just so you know my friends you know there there is discernment that can still operate when you're broken but because of the nature of this gifting this grace you want to be careful you don't want to fall into the trap of I know their hearts I know what they did you know I've met some very um, suspicious individuals who are gifted they are able to hear from the Lord they can sense a thing they can sense an environment they can sense things like that uh, they can sense certain uh, emotions and things like that but uh, they've been so unhealthy in their own life their inner person is so broken that a lot of times while some of what they discern have has been true and right many times can I just say many times they have been clearly wrong clearly 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 wrong and so um, and so as you get to know people and you get to know them intimately uh, more intimately more closely you understand that um, 
discernment doesn't mean we're always right. And so we do have to be careful with that. So I'll give you a couple of examples on discernment as well. So um, uh, one time uh, I was walking into a room and there were some some people talking. Some One of them happened to be a leader and some other people around. And as I walked into the room, my heart, literally my heart began to burn. And I felt this bad feeling with this burning in my heart. And I knew without a doubt that they'd been talking about me. So um, because I knew that and it was very evident and because that person was discerning, they knew, they discerned that I discerned. I know that this sounds crazy, right? So now we're going in a cycle. But they discerned that I had discerned their heart. What's left to do? Nothing but confront. So I pulled them to the side and I said, you know, um, is there something going on here? Because I don't want the enemy to have a foothold. And so their response was, no, we just, you know, we just wanted to make sure that this, that, and the other was, wasn't going on. Well, they were referring to a third party who was making decisions uh, about remaining in that organization or not. And, um, and they were close with me as well. And because they were close with me, they figured I knew everything that was going on. And I actually did not. But, um, but I knew right then and there that they had been talking about me. You see, discernment works to, to pull off the cover off the enemy, to pull off the opportunity from the enemy, to close the door um, and, and the foothold, the whole foothold that the enemy has. Uh, discernment is used for that. Uh, another story I'll share with you, and this was before I even became a believer. Actually, I was living a wild, wild life, and um, it just completely out of control. Um, you know, I was um, just in a really bad relationship that was completely unhealthy for me. And I walked into a room, and I knew without a doubt that there had been a phone call that took place in the room. And it wasn't a healthy phone call. It wasn't something that anybody would have been okay with. And so I said, there's been a phone call that was made here. There was a phone call that was made here and I know it. And uh, unfortunately the denial of that event, you know, they, they just denied, 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 denied it to a point that was crazy. And, um, and so basically it, you know, sometimes discernment people will make you feel like you're crazy because you can't prove it naturally a lot of times and so you just know it in the spirit and so they'll no 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 the denial is high and heavy hot and heavy sometimes um so be aware of that well about a month later or so um you know in the phone bill that came in at that time you used to get a, a copy of your phone bill and uh if it was a home phone i know a lot of us don't have a home phone anymore but there was a home phone bill and and that number that i i didn't know the number but at the time there was a weird number there and i was like oh that's interesting and then i get a call from this company asking me did somebody from my home call this number well i knew of some connection with that with a person who would have been at that company that would not have been good on the phone with this other person and it was really unhealthy my friends and so without trying to divulge too much information of the past and help you understand that i discerned the phone call it was so detailed and then thankfully 
the truth came out with time. Uh, so those are just a couple of examples uh, that that um, of discerning a thing. Uh, you can go into an organization and really discern the types of of, of attitudes, hearts, attitudes that the leaders that run it have. If there's pride, if there's control, if there's greed, if there's um, you name it, you can you can sense these things. And so, how do you practice it? How do you move into it? Will you stop walking into a room like you just you know like you're just clueless? You know, one of the things about discernment, if you don't already walk in it is you want to become aware because discernment includes an awareness. I often tell people that they walk into a room like spiritual babes. You know, they walk in and they're like babies. They're like little orphans who don't know that they're that that walking into an environment or into a room isn't supposed to be walked into uh, with their guard down, with their shield of faith down, you know what I mean? And with their with their protection over their mind. And so they'll just walk in. And so, um, so, so become aware. So from now on, when you walk into a, a, an organization, a, a store, a city, I, I, uh, share, I have shared a story before about how we were out of town, my husband and I, or we were heading out of town. And, and uh, I could feel uh, this, I don't know if we're heading or coming back, but all of a sudden, I could feel in the atmosphere um, just this covering. It was like this, it was like it was a closed heaven is the only thing that I can describe. And I could feel this closed heaven and kind of an oppression over the, over the location. And then when we crossed into our state, wasn't, I wasn't even close to our, to our home, but we crossed into our state line, you could immediately feel feel the open heaven and some people say oh that was just you you know being happy to be at home no I could feel this I was sitting I was just driving and paying attention in the spirit and all of a sudden I felt this open heaven and I said Lord what was that and he said it was the prayers of the saints the prayers of the saints we've got some praying Texans I'm gonna tell you that right now we have praying Texans and so I just thought that was really cool. So those are some of the some of the examples of discerning a thing, discerning the atmosphere. So how do you develop it? You become aware. You don't walk into a building without sensing in your spirit. You don't walk into a, a new state. You don't drive into a new state without sensing what's going on. You can even sense uh, what's going on in a town within your state. Um, sometime a year ago, maybe more, I went to speak in a in a small area, um, still in Texas, but a couple hours away from where I lived. And when we got to the town, I said, Lord, tell me what kind of things are going on here. And I was really looking for what was not good because I knew that those are some of the things that could sometimes try to resist you when you're doing ministry. And so I wanted to know what are some things going on here? So I, I just drove around and I could sense that there was a lot of child abuse. And so I thought, wow, and it wasn't just your your regular child abuse, right? And, and forgive me for saying it that way, meaning like there's child abuse everywhere. Apparently, child abuse is kind of a leading issue in that town. 
so the next day I I'm, I'm sitting around talking to the hosts and to the attendees of this event that they had invited me to speak to getting to know some awesome people and I asked one of them I said what kind of things do you guys have issues with here in your town of course I want to know I want to know that what I'm hearing is can be confirmed and she said actually we have a really high number of child abuse a really high number of child abuse she said to the point that they um, the government actually takes um, motels and turns them into places with where children have been abused can be housed for a while and let me tell you that it broke my heart I mean of course I started praying the night before when the Lord told me the problem because discerning is not just for me to have information once again discerning is to bring the kingdom of God here on earth so I started to pray against uh, the the abuse and to pray against uh, the crookedness and that the, the principalities that uh, are around that town to keep children and their future really because that's what it was they're breaking these children so that they can uh, have so the enemy is really using these broken people and so that they and then these children will be messed up adults so you'll never get out of a cycle if it goes on and on and on so that was really really cool because you want to know is what I'm discerning correct and if you ever doubt, ask the Lord to show you. Let me tell you something, my friends. Discernment is powerful. It's a beautiful gift. And you want to know, am I hearing right, Lord? And the Lord will confirm it to you. He'll teach you. That's the awesome thing is he'll teach you what you want to know. But sometimes I think people run into an incident or two and they see that it was supernatural they see that it was awesome they see that it was exciting something they're not used to but they don't pursue it they stop there as if it was a one-time deal and can I tell you that like any of the other gifts it's not a one-time deal the Lord manifests his graces his giftings for many different purposes and reasons I've had people say and there are a lot of people who believe you can only have one of the gifts listed in 1st Corinthians 12 that's not true I have ministered many times and operated in more than one of the graces in that chapter uh, for the purpose of the person or the persons who were in my presence so because that's the whole purpose of the giftings is to heal to deliver to restore to give a word to uncover hidden things basically in essence to bring down the kingdom of God here on earth and so so don't let that don't let the 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 limited view of people limit the limitless God because he doesn't have limits and that's who we serve we serve a mighty God who wants to see you and me activate and and to walk out this discernment you don't have to be a leader to operate in these gifts you don't have to be a pastor a teacher an apostle a prophet evangelist you don't have to be any of these you just have to be a ready believer who's ready to do the work of God and if you have discerned a thing or a few things and not walked it out it's okay you can say Lord I'm sorry that I didn't pay attention to this I'm sorry that um, I have not you know sought after it um, you know you know for for your purposes um, so it's okay to say that because he's going to redeem that and allow you to say okay she she or he just woke up to the reality that I am God I'm I'm using them for my purposes 
and he's going to activate you in that so I'm excited for you I want to pray for you right now my friends because I really believe that while I didn't get into everything concerning discernment um, I got into enough to help you stir up your spirit um, just know that it is exciting this is a, a discernment plus you know you you, you it, it's exciting to know that you could not have known something in the natural uh, that you could bring the kingdom of God here on earth as I mentioned that it can change people's lives that you'll be an equipped believer showing yourself faithful uh, and then the minuses be careful if you have a critical spirit of brokenness you'll use discernment to accuse rather than to bring forth the redemption and kingdom of God be careful with that um, also sometimes when you're discerning uh, the discernment can cause pain and discomfort because it feels like such a pressure it'll feel like such an anxiety it'll feel like such an overwhelming thing that sometimes people who who desire to be discerning they don't understand that it can be very very uncomfortable some people not only do they feel a thing they see things that are beyond what most human beings have seen um, and so a lot of them see demons literal demons uh, literal presences little darknesses things of that nature and sometimes even angels and things so so sometimes to some people it can be uncomfortable but just know uh, that the gifting is for God's purposes if he if he let you have it or if he allows you to operate in it it's because it's for his kingdom and because he knows that you can do well with it that you'll work it you'll learn how to deal with it you'll learn how to handle it and so I believe that with all my heart so father I pray for an increase and an activation if they don't have it at all for those who desire to walk in discernment Father, I thank you that your giftings are for your purpose and glory. In Jesus' name, amen.